Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Game on! Game on! Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's episode, it's a rough start for Tuka Rask, and was the Nick Felino signing a mistake? If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn, and you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, it was another rough night for Tuka Rask in, in between the pipes versus the Ducks last night. Now, after four starts, I mean, it's funny. People, a lot of Bruins fans are writing Rask off right now after four starts with no preseason and no stint in Providence. You know, and it's kind of, and to be honest with you, I was a big, I'm a big Tuka supporter. I supported him when he decided to leave the bubble. And, you know, I was supporting his, you know, comeback and everything. But I have a feeling that maybe there was a big mistake here trying to come back too soon uh, to the NHL. I mean, there's a guy, he's still got to work on his game. I mean, the guy didn't get any reps with the Providence Bruins. And you can tell his decision-making isn't up to game speed yet. And, you know, there's, you know, he's let in a couple of soft goals. Yeah, I, I've seen that. But so has Allmark and Swayman. You know, they've had their fair share. And why are we attacking? Why are we saying this about Rask? Because he's too Rask. So I think he, sh- he needs a few games in Providence. He should have been in Providence, you know, from the PTO. And, you know, should have just waited it out through those two canceled games or three, whatever they were. And gotten in a couple of reps. You know, get in a couple of games before you make the jump to the NHL. Because there's rust there. You know, he's still rusty, you know, after missing, you know, being on the, you know, being, you know, having the surgery, sitting out, not having preseason, not having, you know, you know, yes, he skated with the team in practice. He's practiced with the team. But still, you know, he needed some games in Providence. And there's no shame in that. There's no shame in going down to Providence and getting in some reps. I mean, they had him on a PTO, and yet they didn't use that PTO. They just you know, automatically said, okay, well, he didn't play two games, so we're just going to bring him up. So basically, you just rushed him to play in the NHL. So basically, a lot of this isn't really, you know, a lot of these soft goals and, you know, these losses or these rough games, you know, aren't like well technically they're not really his his fault it's management's fault you know you got to think of um you know Sweeney for maybe rushing him in in between the pipes you know I would have I would have you know if I was Don Sweeney or Bruce Cassidy I would say listen stay down there get some games in you know get five get 10 games in don't you know don't rush this guy don't rush him you know I know he's an elite goaltender in the NHL but still, the guy has, you know, got to shake things off. You know? You know, he sh- I to be honest, I think Allmark should be start should have started last night. Allmark should have started, you know, the, the game and the next game in Colorado when they're out in Colorado, and maybe we would see Tuka on Friday. 
you know, because right now wins are important when you're in a, when you're in a wild card race. And that's what the Bruins are. They're in a wild card race right now. And you know, you can't be screwing around with that. I mean, yeah, Allmark has had his had his ups and downs, so is Swayman. You know, but still, you know, you they need they they should have just, you know, kept Rass down on the PTO and down in Providence for a couple of games. Because he's looked horrible. He's looked horrible. You know, even Bruce Cassidy said, you know, give him a, you know, give him a couple more games to get his feet wet and everything, you know, get him, you know, get him going. And why, if you wanted to get him in a few games, put him down in Providence. That's what Providence is there for. You know, yeah, it's for developing young players into, you know, becoming Boston Bruins, but also, you know, send a guy down there to rehab. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. And it's it's really funny that you know we were looking for you know that this guy's going to be the answer, you know. You know he's gonna you know the goaltending is the goaltending you know yeah it was it's had its ups and downs but it's been pretty pretty decent, you know especially last night when people start you know and it's got to go running through his mind or Tuka's mind. That when the fans are starting to are starting to chant, you know that they want Swayman back up. That's gonna play in his back of his mind too. It's really gotta, you know, it's gonna screw with his mind and probably, you know, it's gonna screw with his mind, you know, moving forward. And we can't, you know, what's what's gonna happen? You know, what's gonna happen? You know, at the end of the season, you know. Are the guys going to, you know, Sweeney and Neely and Cassidy, are those guys going to come together and say, listen, we got to go with Swayman. We can't we can't risk anything with Tuka Rask anymore unless this guy picks up his game. And the only way this, this the only way Tuka is going to pick up his game is if he gets a couple more games. But these games are so meaningful that I'd rather see him go to Providence for these games. But then again, if you're a Providence Bruins fan, you know, and the, the Providence Bruins are playing pretty well, you know, they're in a playoff spot, you know, maybe maybe there's a good chance that Tuca coming down might actually help the Providence Bruins, you know, go up, move up in the standings, you know, because, you know, you're throwing in a guy who's got a great resume, a great resume like Tuca Rask. Maybe he's a maybe he would be a great help to the Providence Bruins. You know, so you know it's a win-win situation for the organization all around. You bring up Jeremy Swayman, you know. You bring back, you know. You put together the tandem you've had basically all year. You bring, you know, and you keep and you put Tuka down there for you know a couple of games, and maybe he not only is it going to help his game, but it's probably going to help some of those uh, young prospects too. But that's where the Bruins. That's where this. The whole thing is a mistake. It was a mistake from the signing of the PTO. They should have kept him on the PTO, and let him play some games. Instead, they rushed him back. Now, are we going to see the Tuka of old? You know, the old. Excuse me, the old Tuka Rask. No, we're not going to see the old Tuka Rask. I don't think we'll ever see that that Tuka Rask. That led the team to a, a 2013 Stanley Cup. We're not going to see, you know, the 2019 Tuka Rask. 
Okay, we're not going to see the Vesna Rask. I don't think we're going to see that anymore. But he's got it. He's got to get more. the The thing is, he's got to get more games in. He's got to get more games in. And to me, we as Bruins fans, we all just have to sit and be patient and see what happens. I mean, maybe within by the middle of February, you know, this team is on a roll. You know, and he's and he's actually playing like like Tuka Rask, like the elite goaltender he is. But, you know, we really we really don't know that right now. I mean, one of the things, you know, that everybody's been you know everybody's been talking talking Swayman. All right, yes, he is the future of this. He is the future of this team, no doubt. But. You know, you still have, you know, you still have one of the, you have the best goaltender in franchise history still on your team, at least for another year. And who knows what happens after that? You know, it might be Tuka's decision to, to get up and walk away, or it might be management's decision that says, listen, we're going to go with the young kids. We're not going to go with, we're not going to go with, you know, the veteran anymore, you know, go sign somewhere else. Now the problem is with signing somewhere else, you know, what if what if, you know, Neely and and Sweeney decide to, you know, decide and say, "You know what? We're not going we're not going to resign you, go sign somewhere else." He goes and signs with like say, I don't know, maybe Chicago or even, you know, New Jersey and leads them to a Stanley Cup. That would make the Bruins and Bruins fans kind of look dumb, wouldn't you think? But there is some, there is other things you have to consider here. Now, there's been there's been rumors bounced. I mean, not rumors, but trade talks and all types of trade stuff going on. And a lot of a lot of people, a lot of, are thinking that the Edmonton Oilers are looking for a goaltender. Okay, they're looking for a goaltender. Well, here's the thing. And I was thinking about that. I've been thinking about this ever since like last week when I saw that, you know, they're they're looking at shopping, you know, buying, for, you know, picking up a goaltender. And I was thinking, OK, well, you know, there's there's been, you know, there's also been talk that they were willing to give up, you know, Dreisaitl or Nugent Hopkins. And I was saying to myself, would the Bruins actually, you know, Give up and trade Jeremy Swayman for like a Nugent Hopkins or a Dreisaitl? I wouldn't do that right now. I wouldn't. I wouldn't panic. Hit the panic button, and you know, just because you ever ask in that, you know, wouldn't give up on Swayman. And I hope they don't. I really hope they don't give up on Jeremy Swayman. So you know, you know, you still have you still have Jake DeBrusque to um to think about trading. Uh, I know that there were rumors that um, the Rangers were interested at one point, and I'm like, "That's great. Who are we going to get in return?" So who knows? <laughs> Sweeney may just pick up a draft pick from the Rangers. Who knows? But I don't think the Rangers. I don't think the Rangers are would be serious enough for Jake DeBrusque. So I'm not really taking that one seriously. But getting back to you know the Edmonton Oilers looking for a goaltender. You know, with a no movement clause by Allmark, you have Swayman sitting there. Why not? You know, I don't know if Tuca's new new one year contract actually has a no movement clause. And since it's a one year deal, I don't think he's supposed. I don't think he's allowed to have one. So, 
Maybe, maybe you, maybe you move on and and you trade Tuka Rask to the Edmonton Oilers. That could be a possibility, you know. Or do you just like let him sit out his contract and see what happens? The one thing I wouldn't do is, and you know, I'm scared that the Bruins would actually be dumb enough to go and make a deal with the Edmonton Oilers and trade Jeremy Swayman. And I'm not ready to give up the future. No way am I willing to give up the future of this team. No way, because you're still gonna you're gonna actually have a pretty good a pretty in the you know in a couple of years you're gonna have a pretty decent lineup. I mean, you're gonna have Jeremy Swayman, you're gonna have Charlie McAvoy, you're gonna have David Pasternak, you're gonna actually you're gonna have you know some of these younger guys who are now playing who are playing in college. You know, a lot of these kids are pretty good. I've watched some of those college games, especially some of those Boston College college kids playing, you know, who are going to be with the who are Bruins prospects. You know, you have John Beecher coming in from Michigan. So, you know, the future looks good. So I wouldn't give up on the future. And, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe Trey Tuka Rask. Maybe Rask could use Rask as trade bait, but I don't think he want, wants to get traded. You know, you should hold out. Maybe hold out on him. You know, let him let him play out his contract and just say, you know what, you didn't have a good season. Bye. And that's how I would take it. But the thing is, Tuka Rask has to get in more games. All right, he hasn't played. He hasn't played since last last June or May or June. And then top that off with the recovering from a hit from major hip surgery, and not getting any games in down in Providence hurt him. He should have gone to Providence for at least five, at least get at least five or six starts down in Providence. You know, you know, you sign a guy to a PTO, and yet he doesn't play because games get because two games get canceled. He should have played a lot more. He should have. You know, or not come back at all. You know, should have just probably retired, and that's probably gonna that's probably gonna be the thing over the off season is either he's gonna walk walk away and retire, or he's gonna sign with another team. Because I don't see, I really don't see him coming back. Um, you know, with Jeremy Swayman and Allmark being you know being the goaltenders you know of the future. You know, would I like to see a, a Tuka Swayman, you know, tandem? Yeah. But I don't think you're going to get rid of Allmark since he has a no movement clause. And he signed for four years. So he's not going anywhere. So it's either got to be, you know, you get a, D, a really huge block. I mean, it's got to be, in order to, to be, if if you're going to trade Jeremy Swayman, it's got to be a big deal. You better get, you better get Connor McDavid. In the deal, if you're deal, if you're making a deal with Edmonton if, if for Jeremy Swayman, you get Connor McDavid. That's 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 what you get, because you're not get, don't give up on him yet just yet. You know you don't want to don't give up on the young goalie even if he asks for a trade. You got to sit him sit him down. The same thing with DeBrusque. I mean, it's, you know, you did 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 Don Sweeney sit down and say, listen. We're we're trying to be patient with you, but then again, you know, DeBrusque has been in the doghouse of uh, Cassidy for for quite a long time. So I don't really blame I don't blame DeBrusque for for 
wanting wanting out of Boston since he's since he hasn't been really treated well by uh, Bruce Cassidy. Now the other player in question here is Nick Foligno. That signing, to me, that signing was was a complete dud. It was a dud. All right, the guy hasn't really produced that much. Yeah, he's gotten into a few fights and stuff, but still, you know, this guy isn't even. I mean, he should have. I mean, he had a chance to go sign with Minnesota and play with his brother. Well, guess what? He decided to come to Boston, and it was a mistake. To be honest, it was the dumbest. It, it has. It goes down there with the David Backus signing. All right, it goes down there with the whole David Backus thing, and you know, I think that he took a. You basically signed a guy for for somebody else's roster spot because somebody else could have had that. Somebody else could have had that roster spot. You know, somebody from Providence could have had that roster spot. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you could have you could have actually had somebody, you know, could have had somebody else come up. You know, Nick Felino, he's played 26 games, all right? And he's got one goal, six assists for seven points and he's a minus 6. All right. I could have thought I could have, you know, had somebody from Providence, you know, a young maybe a Jacks, maybe Jax Tanika would have made the team, would be on this, you know, would have been on this team if they didn't sign Felino. I just see this as a bust. I really do. And it's like when when it comes to the when it comes to the offseason and the Bruins go and sign players, you know, are they just looking for bodies? I mean, Eric Halla has had a pretty decent decent season. I mean, he's got 4 goals, 11 assists and 15 points. And his game has really picked up since playing between uh Taylor Hall and David Pasternak. I mean, that line's been doing pretty decent. And that should have been the line from from the beginning of the year or at least or at least having Hall and Halla together. And then, you know, keeping past and you know Hall, Halla and Craig Smith together. But it's it's interesting what the Bruins what the Bruins do in the offseason. You know, it's like, all right, we sign we're we're signing this guy, we're signing that guy. It's like who? Who? Because even with Eric Halla, even with, you know, Nosek, Forbert, I had no idea who these guys were. Probably because they were playing in the Western Conference. I hardly even even, you know, pay attention to the Western Conference, with the exception of the good teams. But still, you know, you go out and you're signing, you know, you're wasting a roster spot by signing Nick Felino. And to be honest, I think that Nick Nick Felino, you know, you know, they could have they could have done better. They could have done, you know, they could have kept somebody here. I mean, they could have kept Kuhlman here if it wasn't for that signing. And I would take Carson Kuhlman over Nick Felino right now. You know, the guy hasn't, I mean, one goal in 26 games and he's a, and he's a veteran, you know, just, it's, it's just the, it's just the, the whole Bacchus thing all over again. And, and I understand though that, you know, they, they probably were looking at this guy like he's a veteran. He's, he's a physical player. Yeah. But still, you still need somebody who, who could put the puck in the net, you know, and speaking of putting pucks in the net, we have, uh, 
Well, Brad Marchand, of course, twenty goal, a twenty goal, another twenty goal season. David Pasternak with another twenty goal season. Now, I don't think David Pasternak is going to have a fit, you know, going to be close to fifty goals. But I think maybe, maybe he'll get thirty five. I'm thinking he'll top off at thirty five this year. Same goes for Marshawn. Marshawn will probably top off at 30-35. Taylor Hall has come in, has really picked up his game since, you know, the the new the new lines were put together. I mean, nine goals and eighteen assists. So you know that they finally got some. De- they finally got some. You know that second line is finally get going. You know, I still think that they still need a legit second line center. But Eric Halla has has fit in perfectly there, you know, and you know as far as the third line goes, you know, you know there's been guys going in and out of the third line, but you know Charlie Coyle is back where he's supposed to be. He is a legit third line center, you know, and if you put like DeBrusque on his left, and you know, and somebody else on his right, you know, who's ever on his right side. So, you know, and then you have Noshek, Nosek, uh, Lazar, and Anton Bleed as a line. So, you know, but adding on, you know, even Oscar Steen on that third line, third line on the right side of, um, on that, on the right side of Coyle is working out. So they need somebody for the left side. And right now, you know, it, it's been Nick Felino, but maybe, maybe there's a good chance that maybe Trent Frederick will slide in to, to that left wing spot. I mean, a thing. I think it would make out. I think it would make perfect sense. But you know, the thing is, Nick Felino. I don't know. I just, I just don't think that it was, it was, it was a signing that was worth it. It's not worth. It. I mean, when you have Anton Blee, who has more, po- well, not really more points than you, but still, you know, guys like Curtis Lazar are have more points than him. So maybe maybe it's time maybe the Bruins made a mistake. You know, maybe maybe they could package Nick Felino somewhere. Maybe package him to Minnesota. Go play with his brother. I mean, things things are we're looking things are I mean, I'm not gonna say they played horrible. They've played really good since since coming back from the you know, since the new year started. So my guess is that they could possibly, you know, right now they're in a wild card. They're in a wild card race. You know, there's, there's also they could actually, they could possibly, if they, if they continue to, if they continue on this path of success, you know, and not have like crappy games like they did last night, or against, or against Carolina. You know, I think that this team can actually catch. You know, could actually catch the. um Toronto Maple Leafs. You know, they could catch, or no, they could, yeah, they could catch the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. I think that they could. They could legitimately catch the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yeah, because the Toronto Maple Leafs have 53 points. The Bruins have 50 points. So they can legit they they can they can possibly get into the top three. Do I see them winning the division? No, because the two Florida teams are playing fantastic this year. I'm surprised by Florida, actually. 
but the Bruins can possibly catch Toronto. They're only three points out. So there's a good chance. You know, the thing is, though, who's going to be, you know, who's going to be your goaltender during that? You know, it's, it's, because right now, looking, even looking at the wild card, right now, the wild card is like Washington, Boston, Washington, Boston, Detroit. Well, Detroit, the thing is, if you take a look at Detroit, Detroit have, the Bruins have 52 points. The Bru, the Bru, the Bruins have 50. Detroit has uh, 42. So I don't know. I don't think that the next one is Columbus. They have 37 followed by 35. So basically, if you're looking at this, the Bruins are in a playoff. The Bruins are in a wild card spot. So if they keep playing like they're playing, you know, not the bad games, but the really good games, there's a good possibility that they'll that they'll slide into that wild card spot. But there's a good chance. There is a good chance that they could possibly, you know, finish third in the division. But it all depends on, you know, what who's gonna, you know, what goaltender, you know, if Tuka's gonna Tuka Vold's gonna show up. You know? And, you know, or do they do they send him do they finally say, you know what, we gotta send him down and give him more reps. So basically that's it. You know, right now you're in a wild card. You know, you're in a wild card spot right now. You also have a good chance of making it, th- you know, finishing in the top three in the Atlantic Division, you know, and you've gotten that far with Swayman and Olmark. So, you know, what do you what do you do? I mean, right now I don't even see. Right now, I don't s- I don't see Swayman coming back up. I really don't see Swayman ever coming back up here again until next season. And depending on what the Bruins do as far as the Tuka Rask thing goes and his contract being up at the end of the season. So it's a, it's just mainly a wait and see. And, you know, hopefully Tuka gets Tuka gets going and we can make a, a a pretty decent run for a third for the top three in the division or or the wild card spot. Now, I don't think that this team is going to make it past the first round. N- not not at all. So, this show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Are you interested in advertising on the show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.